Hello and welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I am Doug, and with me is Deb, the only human being I think I've ever met that's on Google+. Plus. I can think of at least two. Not including Google, Tom? Oh, now I can think of three. Is Tom on? I have no fucking idea. Is Tom your friend? No. It's okay. not really how Google Plus works. Oh. It's this app that comes with your phone, and then you get too lazy not to use it, and then somehow your Gmail makes it part of your thing, and it just kind of happens. Thanks, Microsoft. Pretty uh, much. <clears throat> Pretty much. Well, it's been a it's been a week. Did you say a good week or a bad week? Well, I'd say a different week. Okay. Well, you and I watched quite a bit this week. Did we really? Well, we tried to. I only made it through about half of everything, but I think you made it through about all of everything. No, I didn't get to that. You could just say, Don John. Will that be spoilers, Deb? Spoilers. Do you want to talk about it this week, or do you want to talk about it next week? Can we do next week, and then yes, I'll, 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 I'll prioritize it to watch. Fine, then. Uh, Let's talk this. about Arrow. Great. I was um, going to say, I know you have a lot to say there. Not really, actually. Um... <laughs> Uh, Arrow's back. I'm psyched. Um, you've seen it? Uh, yes. Great. Um, one, uh, and there are going to be mass spoilers here, um, and some just talking about little, um, little what's going to happen. Um, let's talk about the what's a little going to happen first. What do you think of Roy's, I, I'm at a loss of what to call him, Red Arrow. Well, we could just call him Roy. Arsenal, whatever he's going to become, because he's going to become something. Because guess what, fuckers, he's got superpowers. Yeah, no, he got with the the miracle. Miracle. I always sound like an asshole when I say that too. Um, yeah, he got injected. What was it? Right, right before the hiatus, and survived. And now he heals from cuts. He's got. I wouldn't necessarily say super strength. He's got a little bit of a little bit of added agility and strength. Yeah. Well, like just a general bump. It doesn't have like the super strength that, that Solomon Grundy had. No. Uh, or or Silas, uh, Cyrus Gold, uh, however you want to see that. Um, no, but you know what? When they show um, uh, Slade, like, lifting Ollie up, it's it's like... Beefed up Slade? So I'm so waiting to see how that plays out. The first time they did the reveal on him when he had, he totally beefed up, it actually took me a minute to recognize him. And he's got... And don't get me wrong, the I love eye it. Patch. Like I said, don't get me wrong, I love it. But it, it took me a minute, I'm like, is that... Oh my god, that is. Yeah. Fucking Slade. He's a goddamn showrunner in that... It, it is a fucking, like, city runner, plan runner. And he's got the eye patch, and he says, like, what is it? He has some side uh, uh, line about... Um, Wanted to put an arrow through uh, all oh, his eye. eye. Yeah, gonna put an arrow through his eye. Um, which I don't. I actually don't remember. I think I think it was just general shrapnel in a war that took out uh, Slade's eye in the comics. But um, but Green Arrow does shove a arrow in the empty socket in the Identity Crisis miniseries. Gross. So gross. Mm-hmm. Not the grossest sound effect I've ever read in comics, but it's probably my top three. Um, number one would be Schlork, which is the sounds of adamantium claws coming out of a stump. Stump of what? 
Well, what happened in the comics was... Uh, stump of a tree, stump of a human. Stump of Wolverine. It was... Si- in this alternate reality in the Age of Apocalypse, and if you guys have read it in the, in the Weapon X miniseries, or the Weapon X from the Age of Apocalypse, is that Cyclops... Um, Wolverine scratched out one of Cyclops' eyes, literally making him a Cyclops. And uh, Cyclops shoots off one of Wolverine's hands. Okay. But Wolverine in the uh, issue four, you know, he... I can't remember what... He's been, like, uh, incapacitated somehow. And he's got, like, one hand literally tied behind his back. And he's got this, like, stump. And he goes, yeah, like, no one remembers that when Cyclops shot my hand off, my claws were in my forearms. My claws were retracted. So, yeah, like, yeah, retracted. So he goes, no one remembers that. And you just see this bold, and it's like literally one panel, drawn uh, sound effect of schlork. And it's the sound of the. Yep, it's the sound of the claws coming through stump. Um, But I would say that, yeah, Green Arrow putting an an arrow in um, Slade's empty eye socket is probably a top three. Um, So let's, you know. uh, Yeah, so. I'm interested to see what, what's going to happen with Slade on the island. I'm more interested to see what Slade's going to happen in Starling City. Because um, obviously he survives. Um, the whole Ivo encounter, and he's got all of the Miraku. So got all of the Miraku. How much of the Miraku? All, all of the, the Miraku. So, um, but you've got Roy with superpowers, so I'm kind of interested to see where they go with that, who he's going to become. Because he's not going to be speedy. That's um, well. They kind of put that down in the first episode. Uh, what's where they her talk name? About Thea's nickname being Thea's nickname being speedy. So I don't think she'll be speedy. I think it's a bit too on the nose. I think he'll be Red Arrow or Arsenal. Um, let's talk about the the big reveal that um, the guy that uh, or the woman whose uh, blood is pay, uh, paying the medical expenses to is not his aunt, but his mother. And that he killed his father. Now, as a comic book fan, in the Brother Blood mythology, mm-hmm. the f- son always kills the father. That's how they become the next uh, uh, Brother Blood. Yeah. So for me, it was like when he was telling his story about his dad dying and his mom killing him, I'm going, well, that doesn't, that doesn't like, that work. Didn't that doesn't work, but okay, like, let's, let's tug on... Um, Laurel's heartstrings for for a minute. Can we talk about Laurel for a second? Absolutely, she's still in your dad's trunks. I fucking loathe her this season. Yeah, she's loathe her. She's not okay. And I, like I said, I loved her the first season, and I really like the actress. And don't get me wrong, she's doing a great job. But her character, I just want to punch her in the face this season. Yeah, she's drinking. She's stealing drugs. She's she's being a selfish bee. You can say bitch on the show. I know. I just normally say B because I think it's funnier. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of, of of Laurel this season. I think logically what she's doing makes sense. It totally makes sense. It doesn't mean I have to like her. No, I know. Um, B. And then uh, Easter egg time. Blood's mother is kept at Saint Walker Hospital. Now, for those of you who don't know, and I'm going to include Deb on this one, um, yeah. you probably didn't catch the St. Walker reference. I did not. St. Walker <laughs> is the first Blue Lantern, the Lantern of Hope. Um, they are known as kind of the pacifists of the ring bearers um, across. So this ring, guess we're just going to hang out. Well, no, um, hope is nothing without willpower, Deb. 
Um, so what the blue ring does is it cannot make constructs um, unless there's a green lantern around. Because hope is nothing without willpower. Which, so by the way, I have said in ring. therapy. Like I said, it's a codependent ring. A little bit. It, I believe they... Well, I mean, they can create the, the, the shield that creates uh, that saves them from a vacuum of space. Um, but they cannot create uh, constructs um, or really or really do anything. But they charge Green Lantern rings to, I think, 200% capacity. Hmm. Um, and for... Uh, let's go for a hat trick. Um, Who came hope, up with the Blue Lantern? Uh, Jeff Jones. Like I said, I just have this mental image of him sitting like, oh, oh my god, I just had the best idea ever. Because, you know, hope is nothing without willpower. Which, for two, I, I, I said that I said that in therapy, and it's absolutely true. I mean, it really is. It's true. Hope is nothing without willpower. You can have goals, you can have hopes, but they're nothing without the wherewithal to achieve them. But yes, I... I I think he did rainbow come in his pants when he thought of the uh, the emotional spectrum and all the rings. Yeah, probably. Which, Jeff Johns, if you're listening, um, I love you. You're great. Go Wolverines. Um, so, that's really all my talk about uh, uh, Era, if you want to weigh in. Well, yes, not. but no, I was going to ask, what is your theory as to a little bit of where this is going to go? I think I think Slade's going to figure something out on his own. Um, I think when they talk about the deformations um, of um, the brain or the body, um, in the comics, whatever drugs that uh, Slade took allowed him to access the other, like, whatever, the, the 80%, 90% of, their, of his brain, mm-hmm. making him a tactical genius, like, da 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 And I think, so it's going to deform his brain in a way that he... A way that's very, very functional? Yes. Okay. So I think it's going to kind of be that weird, like, brain tumor that gives you genius abilities. You know, like in Phenomenon. Or X-Files. Okay. Cerulean Blue. Okay. Have you not seen that episode of X-Files? I haven't watched X-Files. <sighs> Sorry, I haven't watched X-Files. There's a there's an episode where the guy has um, like post hypnotic abilities because of a brain tumor and he uh, is talking about this truck and he's like cerulean blue blue like a breeze and the car like drives out and it gets hit by a blue truck. It makes sense when you watch it. I I'm gonna have to take your word for it. But yeah, cerulean blue is is one of the lines. All right then. Well, in other awesome TV news this week. Uh, I finally watched the Ass Crack Bandit episode of Community. Shot as, uh, what is it, a CSI or a Law and Order? Law and Order. Shot as a Law and Order, but it was just also one of those things where Donald Glover totally played up, like, the rape aspect of it. That they shot the quarter dropping down their ass crack like it was rape. And And then they have the whole meeting about it, and it's what, like, belts... Buddies and something else. Oh, I don't remember. I can't remember. And like butt cracks or something. It was, it was the three Bs. The three Bs that would help you from getting safe from the ass crack bandit. It was belts, buddies, and something and else. And they set it up that any one of the study group could be the ass crack bandit. Well, that's John Oliver. No, I'm kidding. We know it's not. No, he's not. He's only on one episode. Um, Which is too bad. I mean, I know he's off doing... Bigger. And it's not going to be Troy. 
Because well, yeah. Troy's on his way out. He's got like I think one episode left. One or two, yeah. One. I think he's only in for like five. I was going to say, which is sad. Remember when you started watching? They explained it away pretty well. In the polygraph episode. Yeah. Which I actually only got to watch half of. Because I was going to say the internet was balls this week. Yes, but you got to see Walter Goggins, who I'm a huge fan of. Oh my god, he was so fucking funny as the lawyer. And the part when he's like, okay, we've done, we're done calibrating, and they're like, what? What? And it's been like three hours for them. Oh god, yes. How did Pierce know so many dirty little secrets? Because he's Pierce. Because yeah. he has the, what is it, the ear thing? Oh yeah, that's right, the spy, the spy piece of the, Yeah. And don't like he wasn't spying on him when he had the helicopter flown by Andy Dick. Oh, Lord. But, no, I like that they actually addressed that Pierce had died. Like I said, they didn't just have him, you know, banned from campus, never to be spoken of ever Well, he graduated, and then... Well, he graduated, and then they talked about him getting banned from campus for some sexual harassment thing. That was the first, yeah, that was the repilot. Yeah. I was going to say, and then I, I like now that they, they haven't just left it at that and walked away from it completely. I, I like that they kind of concluded a little bit. Yes, absolutely. Which is surprising from Dan Harmon. Um, considering he had everyone chant fuck Chevy uh, on the rap party on the last season. He's also a drunk. What do you want? So, um, yeah. Um... No, I really liked. I really liked that episode. I really liked the polygraph episode. I mean, <laughs> did you know that to cut costs, Shirley doesn't use tofu anymore? Was it meat foo? I think meat foo, which is not legally meat. Ugh. Did you know that Britta was high at your son's baptism? No, that was good. Do you smoke up in the parking lot? I smoke up at my church. No, I smoked up in the parking, parking lot. lot of your church. No, it's the. Did you kill a squirrel and then realize, like, it's a thrill kill? And no, squirrels will realize that you felt nothing and wondered if you could do that to a human being. And there's and that like, beat. Mm. There's that beat. Where everybody looks at him thinking. He goes, no. No. That and the GPS thing. The GPS thing was brilliant. You, I was going to say, study group, did you knowingly plant GPS on every member of your study group? Yes. Yes. Your face has changed. I can't tell if that's angry face or hungry face. That was... Hey, when you get kidnapped. How heart-wrenching was it, actually? How emotionally poignant was it? Where he says, cool, 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 lie. Oh, yeah, that was terrible. That was heartbreaking. What is the part when, is it, is it Shirley that screams, shut up, you judgmental bitch? Yes. In black woman voice. In black lady voice? Yeah. But he's like, oh, I don't know. Shut up, you judgmental bitch. Like that liar. I mean, lie. Shut up, you judgmental bitch. That was a really amazing episode. Well, Dan Harmon's back. With a vengeance. I don't, I'm, I love community. I don't think they're going to make it. No, I don't, I don't. I'm so sorry. I thought I had the sound turned off on that. I'm going to check mine real quick. All right. Don't need Beemo singing while we're recording. Did you? Okay, can we please talk about Bimo and that episode? Where he's. I, I still don't even know what's going on other than the clip you showed me with the song. With. Well, I played it on Tam last week. Uh-huh. Um, 
So my ringtone is Bimo singing about being pregnant. Um, and you talk about, it's funny you talk about no um, contacts because I got all four seasons of uh, Adventure Time on my computer and I'm going to be binge watching them once I get through a greener season. So. Yeah, it's greener season. I like that that's actually taking the place of Torchwood where I'm like, yeah, I'm watching Torchwood. Oh, I meant Adventure Time. <laughs> Alright, but I was going to say, you have to tell me how much you end up loving the short plot line I have where Lumpy Space Princess ends up being a hobo. Oh, well, Lumpy Space Princess comes back on the wedding episode, which was the start of season five. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not like she disappeared. I mean, she's just she's an insular character that comes and goes. Um, one of the ones I just saw randomly was one where the Ice King makes a wife out of stolen bits from the princesses. Oh, that's not creepy at all. Oh, oh God, no. Yes, it is. <laughs> and oh, Jake and Finn keep calling her monster. Um, Does it hurt her feelings? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So speaking of screener season, started watching her. Had to stop away through the movie. So I thought to myself, I can't watch this and then go to sleep. Woke up the next day and thought, I can't watch this and then go to work. However, ten minutes into the film, maybe less, I immediately text message you saying you should not have watched this film. Yep. And I immediately wrote back, have you gotten to the end of it? You said no, and I went, oh, are you in for a treat? Because really the end of the movie is why I should not have watched the movie. No, there's a lot of parts of that movie why you shouldn't have watched that movie. What, he's lonely, he plays video games? Well, there's a part that really bothered me, though, which is near the beginning of the film, where he goes on a blind date with Olivia Wilde. Yes. And there's the part where she's asking him if he's going to be serious or not, and he's trying to be honest with her about the fact that, you know, he's just gone through a divorce, so he really, really can't be. And her immediate response is, you're a really creepy guy. God, yeah. And I'm like, you fucking bitch. Yeah. You forced him into a really awkward conversation. He tried to be as gentle with you as he could. And, and he got just, his hand down his pants. Like I said, and then you're just going to stab him a little bit in the heart. Yeah, because he's rejecting you. Well, he isn't rejecting her. He's just, I think, trying to make his intentions clear. Like I said, it, it just, it really bothered me. I'm like, what a cunt. Yeah. And I realize, you know, they were a little drunk when that happened, but I just, it's still just one of those things, I'm like, could you please say something a little bit more destroying to that person at that moment? Well, have you seen his mustache? Like I said, can you can you please take a shit in his heart a little bit more? Yeah, that dump was slightly less the size of a birthday cake. Yeah, it was, it was not good. It was just, like I said, it, it made me really angry, actually. Well, like I said, um, spoilers. Um, I watched the whole thing. I'll get to it. I'm just trying to figure out a day when I can be emotionally prepared to watch the end. Because I told you how it ends. Yeah. Which uh, I kind of figured, actually. Yeah, the OS that he falls in love with ends up leaving him for Brian Cox. Um, or so it's implied that she's leaving him for other OSs. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he has a really rough divorce, falls in love with his OS, and then she leaves him too, and that's where the movie ends. Proving that even artificial love does not last. Um, something to not watch when you have turned the corner from being alone to lonely. 
Yeah, the conversation with his ex-wife as they're finally signing the divorce papers was oh, also brutal. one of those hard-to-watch moments. And it's I, I see it from both sides. And he was trying to be a good guy about it, too. Like, because well, he, he had already, like, fallen in love with the OS, and he was like, yes, I'm ready to move on. Like, we had good times. You were always your artist critic. Like, there was that weird spark of human connection between the two of them. Well, it's one of those things, though, where it's, it's interesting that I think the big connection between... In the two women, his ex-wife and Samantha, the OS, is that they were both excited about the world and learning things and learning that things could be, you know, good enough for them and good enough for other people. Because he talks about that with his ex-wife where she grew up in a house where nothing was ever good enough and it was really fascinating and satisfying for him to see her kind of blossom and become a new person where she could do things that were good enough. And it was almost the same thing with Samantha, the OS, when she's learning and she's excited to see everything in the entire world and so excited to see how the world can make her happy now speaking of excited I, th- I think you just got to this part where Samantha hires a sex surrogate I stopped watching about a minute and a half into that because I'm like I can't watch this and go to sleep it's I cannot painful emotion- like I said this looks like it's going to be painfully awkward I'm like I can't go to bed on this it's brutal it's that bad it's that whole, it's very much the the end of Chasing Amy where he's talking about like the, the three-way and, oh. you know, and it, it has that, it, it smacks of that kind of vibe where it's just, he's coming, a character is coming from the goodness of their heart to repair something and just makes it worse. So much worse. Um, yeah, there's a, the, you haven't gotten, if you haven't gotten to the end of that scene, I'm, I'm going to ruin it oh, for no, you, I'm sorry. Um, but... Samantha says, like, say you love me. And he's looking into the eye, like, looking at the surrogate as she's, like, you know, they're talking via, like, a headphone. Yeah. And it's like, say, like, look in my eyes and tell me you love me. And it's like, he's like, I, I can't do this. Like, it's not you. It's not. And the surrogate has a fucking mental breakdown that Aww. she fucked up. Aww. Oh, God, yeah. Like, it just gets, like, ten times worse. I'm not saying it's not a good film. I'm not saying that at all. But Walking I couldn't Phoenix. see your dragon tattoo. That was the weird part. I want to punch you right now so hard. Uh, in case you're wondering, the, the sex target was played by uh, Mira Rooney. I was going to say, I want you to punch me so hard. Like I said, Walking Phoenix, very well acted. Oh, and, amazing. Like, even the beginning of that movie, when it's revealed that he works in, um, like, like heartfelt handwritten letters.com. Yeah, he effectively works for Hallmark. Like I said, he basically writes letters from the heart for people he doesn't know. And has been for, like, decades. And that he's alone and still has to do that. You're just like, wow, that's... Ouch. Well, and how do you write these letters about, like, the happy, what is it, like, 50th anniversary when you know he's going through a divorce? Like, br- once again, brutal. Just brutal. And, you know what, I will say, it's kind of a bit of a travesty that they will not nominate Scarlett Johansson for an Oscar because she didn't physically appear in the film at all. Because her acting as Samantha was Well, and she was and she got and she got redubbed. That was um, I don't know if you heard about this Mm -mm. but originally it was Samantha Mathis was the voice and Spike Jones was like nah, something's missing. Like I said and she got he got Samantha uh, Mathis's um permission to redub all of her lines with Johansson. 
And like I said, her acting in it was phenomenally superb. For not being there, I mean, yeah. Like I said, won't nominate her for any type of award because she wasn't physically in the movie. Well, they got to make room for all of that Tom Hanks. Really, that's, that's what you're going to do here? Well, he's going to get, what, is he nominated for best, best lead and best supporting? Supporting in what? Uh, Saving Mr. Banks. Oh, that's right. I don't know, they snubbed Emma Thompson in that. Saving Captain Phillips. Saving Captain Phillips. <laughs> in other TV news... Archer is back. Archer's back. And it's badass. And it's Archer Vice is what they're calling the fifth season. Archer Vice. Yeah, no, I was It say, changed everything. Yeah, they went in a completely different direction, which I love. By the way, did you notice on the opening credits you got uh what is it, uh Yancey, what's his name? Um Krieger gets um credited. Oh, does he? Uh huh. <laughs> oh Krieger. I am a little bit sad that Brett is actually dead now. There'll be no more magic bullets shooting him in the leg. Are you seeing this as they follow it down the hall? It might be a literal magic bullet. Bullets. Oh. Thank God I looked at the time at this exact moment on my grandfather's antique pocket watch. Um, they changed literally everything. Yeah. In the best way possible. In the best way. Oh, God. The confession scenes were top-notch. Wow, Thank when you. you say it like that, there was no shortage of dead bodies around. Thank you, uh, 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 Pampuvi. Thank you, uh, Cheryl. Carol. Tunt. Tunt. Um, oh, my God. And them all squealing on each other was awesome. And they... They're saying, you're the brains of the operation. What? Ah! <laughs> oh, God. Aisha Tyler was magical in this episode. Um, with the... What will be, I'm sure, the running gag of her sperm bank baby. Why is Cyril still so bitter about that? Well, because I think it's going to eventually come out that it's not a sperm bank baby and then it'll be a Archer versus Cyril baby. I really just want it to be a sperm bank baby. I <laughs> I think it's going to be an Archer I baby. I could start smoking crack today and that baby would still turn out better than you. That's horrible. No, it was when he proposes and she says, I'd rather lose the baby than marry you. That just Holy the... fuck! <laughs> Holy fuck! And Archer's destroyed, sorta. He's just like, what the H? Oh, man. So, yeah, they changed everything. It's gonna be about them selling coke. What are we gonna do with literally a ton of cocaine? I just like that there's the... They did, like, a, a flash-forward of what's gonna happen. I hope that God is a flash-forward of what's gonna happen. Because if that stuff doesn't happen, I'm not gonna be And pleased. everything was like, uh, might have started a coup. Might have killed this guy. I think I, I think I accidentally invaded Laos, yeah. Yeah. Like, just, I might have accidentally done this. Like, every one of those, I'm like, please. Oh, and you see, uh, what is you it? You promised the one thing you promised not to do. What is it? You see the uh, the the Cubans come back. The oh weird... yeah, the the Cuban hit squad. It was... You have uh, Tom Lennon and um... yeah, but I can't remember what their actual names were. Well, uh, the the two gay guys. It was Terry and something, I think. Um, but it was yeah. Thank you. 
Tom Tom Lennon and somebody else. Um, which means you're gonna see like Ron Perlman come back. God, I hope so. Um, they've got some great guest spots coming up, so. And there is obviously a scene that involves a crocodile or an alligator at some point in there, and I cannot wait for it, because I want to see Archer lose his mind. Oh, God, yes. Because that's just what, number one and number two fear, is alligator, crocodile, and then brain aneurysm. Aneurysm. Yeah. It could happen any time. That was the, uh, the pig launcher episode. Why is it called a pig launcher? Are you asking me? Or yes. Uh, it's, it stands for something. It's like a pipeline, whatever they say it. We can't talk about the origin of phrases anymore, can we? I think we're just going to keep saying it over and over and over and over again. What was the origin of phrasing? Well, it's just we already did 23 skidoo and kind of kerfuffle. And safe as houses and house on fire. Oh, pig laundry you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, let's let the internet correct us next week. If by internet you mean look you looking it up, then yes. Well, way to fucking ruin it. <laughs> That's right. I made it weird. Thanks, Pete Holmes. That's right, you're the Pete Holmes of this podcast. Don't be such a dick, Dick. <laughs> I'm sorry, are we, are we interrupting your ingress plane? Shut up. No. Yes. Bit. Maybe the portal directly next to us is getting attacked right now, and I kind of want to go talk to this kid, because in my head, I don't know why, but in my head, everyone that really fucks with my shit on Ingress is a really chubby, awkward kid, and unfortunately, I had that stereotype reinforced this week, because I was at work, and somebody was attacking my portals along the street while I was at work, and so I messaged him, and he never messaged me back, and then I spotted him walking down the street, and he even walked chubby and uncomfortable and awkward. He waddled. It's more one of those, like, he just didn't hold his body right, if that makes sense. Because he's chubby. It wasn't a chubby, it was more the, like, trying to curl yourself into yourself to make yourself as small and unnoticeable as possible. Like mm. the scoliosis hunch. Got it. Okay. So weird that I... I probably shouldn't describe things like that, should I? Nerd hunch? Scoliosis I, I hunch. Oh. Oh, well. Oh, well. That's all. We should, like, retard, like, 19 times before on air. I have it. I said downsy. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so this is apparently a running thing from uh, this week's uh, Shooting the Gap. Um, what did the boys do? Well, it's not so much of what they did. It might have been what I did. Doug. Um... Well, if you haven't listened to... And Deb doesn't listen to Shooting the Gap, so this is always a fun recap. Um, I so don't. I guess one of um, James's friends has a Down Syndrome child. Okay. And uh, he's expecting uh, a child. And there was a lot of talk about, like, you know, they can test for that, and, you know... That's very controversial. Yeah, and, you know... And he goes, well, you know, I'd, I'd love it, you know, no matter what, and so forth and so on. And then uh, someone else said something about a baby, and I'm like, yeah, the kind of weird retard baby James wants. Um, wow, Doug, you're beyond an asshole. I'm surprised nobody punched you in the junk for that. Well, if that baby did, it have retard strength, which would break me. We're going to stop talking about this. No. Bad. Let's talk about Ant-Man before I punch you. Let's talk about Scott 
being reread down the retarded rapper. Let's talk about Ant Man before I punch you. He had the second best retarded person impression. Ant Man. Speaking of being retarded, um, I'm not a. Ow! You were actually punched. Yes, I was. I hope you're happy now. You deserve that. So, they've uh, cast Ant Man. Mm hmm. That's my segue. Yep. Um, and they've cast Paul Rudd. I'm extremely happy about that. About, yeah. yeah, I'm really excited about uh, seeing Paul Rudd in a Edgar Wright movie. Um, and they've cast Michael Douglas as the villainous Hank Pym. Now, I'm a comic nerd. And I'm itching to see how far-reaching making Hank Pym a villain is going to be. Hank Pym is a bipolar, uh, abusive scientist, uh, abusive husband scientist, um, that created the Ultron artificial intelligence. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not good. He's at his moments of redemption. He has, uh, recently with, with, you know, after, um, uh, Secret War and, and, and all that, um... He really did have a kind of redemptive moment. Um, so, but I'm interested to see what Marvel does with it, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, especially having Hank Pym be a villain. I mean, and this is, Ant-Man is phase three? So you're going to have Avengers 2 before it. Mm -hmm. So are they going to weave in Hank Pym is the question. Well, I was going to say, I think they will probably have Maybe some subtle alluding to that. I don't think it'll be a particularly major point. Well, the thing is, we've talked about what Ultron could be, and we've kind of placed our biggest bets uh, on the show about what Ultron could be. Um, and that would be a corrupted Jarvis, yeah, bad Jarvis, I think. was. Which, by the way, the phrase bad Jarvis makes me laugh every time. Hashtag bad Jarvis. Um, bad Jarvis. Bad. Don't kill the Avengers. Exactly. Um, Hashtag bad Jarvis. So, um, but with the inclusion of Hank Pym all of a sudden, I'm wondering if they're kind of going to retcon some of Hank Pym's, you know, the, the way you saw the, the flashback in Iron Man 3 with um, uh, Aldrich and, um, and all of that, and uh, AIM. I wonder if they're going to retcon uh, Hank Pym into kind of the Avengers I was going to say, have the, the past involvement. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, they've only showed us very limited pieces of everybody's, you know, universe, which is fine. You but can't why wouldn't know everything have, all the Why time. wouldn't have Tony Stark come across Hank Pym because they run in kind of the, the same... the same New Year's Eve party? Oh, God, that would blow my fucking mind. I was actually kidding. That would blow and my got mind. Pierce were there and together, you, and they were crawling on opposite corners of the and, building at New Year's Eve. And you get to see uh, Happy's mullet again. Yeah. I love Happy's mullet. That fucking, that Pulp Fiction, uh, John Travolta style just, mullet. It's, it's so bad. Oh, it's so great. It's so terrible. John Favreau, it was <laughs> worth you getting blown up to see that in the flashback. I love John Favreau. 
I love him as 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 even when they kind of like messed with this character and went, Oh you're the head of security and kept going, badges, badges, badges. <laughs> Fucking loved it. How much your badges? All your badges. We don't need no stinking badges. I'm trying to think of more badge jokes and nothing's coming to mind. Hashtag bad Jarvis. I got nothing. I fucking stumbled over that. So bad. Did you drink your Red Bull yet? You might need I'm to drinking put, some of it. Like I said, you might need to put more Red Bull in you. Okay. I already had my Red Bull and a balls. You got some blue balls? You know, I actually learned something interesting about the balls bottle today. Uh, not it's today, this week. No, um, do you know why it is that color and texture? Back when most people were illiterate, the color and the texture would warn them that the contents were poisonous. So they were like, hey, our product is poisonous. No, honey, like, back in the day, like the 1800s, when most people couldn't read, they would sell poisonous substances in blue bottles with raised bumps on them. So people who were illiterate would know the contents of the bottle was poisonous if ingested. Ah. Like, you can collect antique poison bottles, and they're blue and with raised dots on them, which is funny because they use cobalt to make them blue, which, which is, is poisonous. Poison. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact from Deborah. But yeah, that's why the bottle's mm. bottle is blue with the raised bumps on it. As a nerd aside, I want to go back to this real quick. Okay. Speaking of cobalt. Mm-hmm. Uh, half light of cobalt, Brock. What, seven and a half years? But speaking of cobalt, cobalt blue. Let's talk about that uh, real quick. I just want to go back to this. Mm-hmm. And then make some uh, rappery sounds. Rappery. Rappery. What, what? What, what? Um, let's talk about that Barry Allen is in a coma. Well, yes, but you know why. Is he going to come back? Do you think he's going to come back on Arrow? I don't know. I mean, do they think he was successful enough they can launch him in his own show? So far, I've, I've gathered not. I was going to say. But he I mean, hasn't come back. I, I, I think Arrow, like I said, I know you're going to giggle. So fuck off. Um, but I think using it as a, as a backdoor pilot. Sorry, go ahead. Should Sorry. we just call it a butt, pi- like a butt pilot? No, because okay. that'll make me laugh even worse. Um, but that um, using it as that, um, you haven't seen The Flash yet. So yeah. I would imagine you'd have to see The Flash for it to become a backdoor pilot. So you think they're going to tease it more before they even think about... Or I think he's going to say Felicity Super Speed. Okay. I think he's going to be instrumental in taking down the Brother Blood Army. And then you think that after all of that happens, then they'll start considering whether or not... Well, you're already building the Justice League bit by bit by bit. By little bit. Well, you've got Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman in the next movie. Wonder Woman! You know, there's always been loose talk about Aquaman. Um, who, would, who, would, who would you even cast as Aquaman? Nathan Fillion. Well, I'd cast Nathan Fillion as almost any superhero. No, I would actually cast him as... Uh, I would cast him as Aquaman, and I would have an Edgar Wright-esque, like, tongue-in-cheek script. Nathan Fillion's like, at his best. Yes, like I would not, I would not have it taken exactly seriously. Oh no, no! You, how can you play a serious Aquaman? Well, I would have, I would, I would. Everybody shits on Aquaman. Well, but I would have the kind of a nod to the Injustice game where he like 
summons, like his fatality is like summoning a shark to eat you. It's like, that's yeah, this guy controls sea life. Like, that's not anything to sneeze at. They make fun of it all the time. Do you not remember the joke? Of, you wrote, How much Spongebob did you watch? None. Okay, that's too bad. At some point, they actually have a character who's basically Aquaman, except he's really, really old. And so, at some point, he's trying to fight off someone, and he summons the creatures of the sea, but since he's so old, he only summons, like, the senior citizen creatures of the sea. <laughs> See? You love the idea, don't you? I love it. But like I said, I don't think you can play a serious Aquaman, considering how much, like I said, Aquaman has been shit on. It has no. to be a quippy, very it has to be. It has to be the brave and beal. Uh, yeah, brave uh, and the brave, bold. Brave and the bold. Was that John DiMaggio? Yeah, that was... I think it was. Uh, uh, uh John DiMaggio. No. John DiMaggio, I'm sure. right the first time. No, John DiMaggio, yeah. That's um, and then who gets replaced by Ted McGinley in that awesome rap episode. Um, but like I said, you can't play Aquaman, you know? No, you've got to play him tongue-in-cheek. You've got to play him not taking himself too seriously, but you do have to show that his powers really aren't anything to sneeze at. I mean, he's got some really good fucking powers. He's going to summon a shark to fucking eat you. Well, and you know, Grant Morrison did this in Justice League, where they're like, where he kind of went like, "Look, yeah, you've got Superman and 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 Wonder Woman, all these, but he goes, this guy can go to like the darkest depths of the sea. Like, what does that what does that pressure do to your vision, to your strength? Like, he put him on par and going like, look, he's got tough skin. He's got you know, oh, invulnerability. Man, release the Kraken. God damn right. Just saying. That's assuming the Kraken exists. It exists. Giant squid, are you kidding me? That's not a kraken. Well, what's a kraken in your head? I, I don't know. Well, oh, that sounded like a really ignorant sentence to it. What's a kraken in your head? What's a kraken in your head? Yeah, like I said, in my like I said, in my, cra- in uh, my head, my, a kraken my... is just a giant squid. No. Like a giant no, squid. No, it, it's very much um, the original. Let me rephrase it. Let me, let me like, really enforce that original Clash of the Titans creature. Like, it's... What, like a more Lovecraftian, yeah. Cthulhu-esque giant yeah. squid? Okay. Yeah. Like, sea Cthulhu. <laughs> sea Cthulhu. Oh, sea Cthulhu. Unleash the Kraken. <laughs> Thanks, Liam Neeson, for... Ruining and, that. And height, yeah, like, heightening slash ruining that line. I'm sorry, Liam Neeson. You're not going to ruin my childhood 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday, original Clash of the Titans. Oh my god, all the Liam Neeson jokes on the Polygraph episode of Community? Yeah. The if you love him so much. If you love him Is so that much. Is that why review of The Grey keeps changing? Yeah, stop giving it four stars. I love Liam Neeson. If you love him, send him a message about being more careful of the roles he chooses. God, yes. He has a very specific set of skills. Taken to That involves really just saying thing. yes. Uh, so to move on, I sent you an article which you didn't actually read, I mean a link that you didn't actually read until much later and I was very disappointed about the Dick Casablancas spinoff, and you can't see me doing air quotes with my fingers, but I'm totally... But it's going to be a web. It's going to be a series of webisodes and then... But it's not really going to be about Dick Casablancas it's going to be about the actor whose name is escaping me trying uh, Ryan to, Hansen. Ryan Hansen trying to get a Dick Casablancas spinoff going I didn't realize that, I thought it was a straight up Dick... No! Oh, it's like a mockumentary about yeah. Ryan Hansen? Oh, I'm it's so gonna in. It's going to be amazing. Okay, I said, fuck yes. And now you want to see re- 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 some more? Oh, uh, uber fuck yes. Because, I mean, Ryan Hansen always has cracked me up. 
Dude, Party Down is hilarious in Party Down. I mean, every time I see the clip of him at their actual reunion where she asks where the bar is and he does the crotch pop and brings up the flask. Yep. I almost die of laughter. And I've seen it like 20 times and it still makes me laugh every time. He's so great in that role. Well, because he's lovable dick. Phrasing? I suppose. Move it on to our corrections department. Uh, one, it's only one correction, but it's going to kind of be, I, I don't want to call it a long-winded one. Eh, everything um, But you and I are going to get a, you and I are going to, you and I are going to palm slap our heads. Probably. I do that a lot after we record and the internet tells me I'm wrong. The internet told us we were wrong. The Buffy bads on season two were Angelus and Spike and Jerusalem. Ah. No, that's not the palm strike. The palm strike in season three is the mayor. How the fuck did we forget about the mayor? Therefore, Angelus is the okay. is the big bad on season at the end of season one, um, leading into After season two. Yeah, so it's the master, then Angelus, then the mayor. We completely space the mayor. We've been it's spacing the I'm mayor huge, for. It's because I'm not a huge fan of Faith. She what is he? He buys her a. <laughs> I think this is so dated. He gets her a PlayStation 2 and she's thrilled. He gets her that and then something about moon pies. And the mayor was... I loved the mayors. I, I, I really did. I loved the mayor. Um, I And I thought that was a great season because that was the one where they graduate and by graduating... I was going to say, I mean, and then this giant the creature ate the principal. <laughs> I was going to say, at graduation. He, and that's oh, when, I love Snyder that's too. When, so. I was going to say, that's when Harmony gets turned. Yes! Uh-huh. Which led into the, oh god, that season, what was it, season eight in the comics? Was that the first season in comics? I think season eight. Where they had like the whole, they had a, 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 I think a two-part story episode with Harmony as a vampire becoming a reality star. After she works at the law firm? Yeah, I don't know if they ever really kind of tied into, yeah, it was, no, it was before. I was going to say that. I love the, the, the kind of build on her. At first, you know, she's just this ditz, and then she gets killed at graduation, trying to defend everyone. And then oh, she no, yeah, yeah, she comes back an angel. And, I was going to say, yeah. no, and then she comes back as Spike's girlfriend for a while in Buffy. That's then right. Then she gets pissed at Spike for being in love with Buffy and tries to, what is it, she's like, I've been studying up on my bad, and tries to take on Buffy and fails. Miserably, yep. miserably. And then, like I said, she shows up as a personal assistant and secretary on Angel and which Angel I, Human Heart. Which, which I was love. great. It was <laughs> such a neat way to tie her in. Well, it's also just the part when Spike finally gets corporeal form again and immediately goes to Harmony <laughs> to have sex with her. And I, she, her nickname for him was like Blondie Bear or something ridiculous like that. It was something like Fang Bear or um, Bitey Bear or something. Something ridiculous with my family for my mom's birthday and I was brushing my teeth the day afterwards and apparently dislodged what I thought was a popcorn kernel from my teeth which was weird because I'm like I haven't eaten popcorn in months are you trying to tell me that when I brush my teeth every day it's not good enough for me to dislodge a popcorn kernel shell for fucking months nope nope I'm just an idiot I've been eating pine nuts in my pasta the night before. Oh, thank God. I thought your note was pine cones. No, pine nuts. Pine nuts. I was going to say, no, I've been eating pine nuts the night before, and I guess when I brushed my teeth that night, I didn't do a good enough job and missed it. But yeah, it took me a good three minutes to realize, oh, wait, that's not popcorn. It's pine nut. Thank God. I know. Uh, just thank I know. God you're not eating pine corns. 
acorns. Acorns? Although I do love that bit on Family Guy where Lois's dad, Carter, makes Peter eat a pine cone to borrow money. Oh, God. It's one of the two worst things I can imagine people making other people eat on TV, which is pine cone and bull of spider webs. Archer, I was going to go with cat shit from Anchorman, which I need to find But yes. No, just bull of spider webs. Ah. And your mistake I made this week, sir. Oh, this is such a nerd mistake. Um, so I watch Cartoon Network at, at work. That's not a secret. And uh, well, they have I, it up at work. How are you not supposed to watch it? At exactly. Work? It's their uh, fault. So um, the this trio of people come in, and uh, I had not been paying attention to what was on the TV, but it was still Cartoon Network. And all of a sudden, there's Sean Bean. Uh, <laughs> Why was Sean Bean on Cartoon? That's what they asked. And I went, doesn't matter, he'll probably die soon anyway. Requiem for a bean, yes. Yes, and um, so the closed captioning is on, and it literally takes one sentence of dialogue to see on the closed captioning, which is, but he's your son. And I suddenly burst out with, oh, this is Percy Jackson and the uh, lightning thief. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I said, uh, that was that's, that, that's, that wasn't a good that's Poseidon, and Sean Bean plays uh, Zeus, whose lightning has been stolen mm-hmm. by said thief. And these people just look at me, and I went, yeah, I'm a grown man, and I just said that out loud. It's not your fault to memorize things so quickly. Yeah. You would not believe the ridiculous facts I pull out of my brain for trivia. But it was one of those where I was like, oh, Sean Bean, it must be. And then, weirdly, uh, earlier today, walked into a store, and it was playing on TBS. It just really, I was like... Is it following you around to shame you? Uh, I, I think it is. I, know, I remember that, um, what is it, Sea of Creatures? Sea of Monsters. Uh, was so bad when we saw it, uh, when I saw it, uh, which you we talked about. You made notes the entire time. It was so bad I made notes. Where I was like, okay, apparently half the uh, mythological creatures don't have digestive tracts because you can just saw through them like a fucking shark and Ian Zerian Sharknado. Like... Apparently they don't have, like, you just get eaten and then you just come out of it like uh, Ron Perlman in um, I'm Said Blue Jasmine. That's really not right. Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Blue Jasmine. You know, that Woody Allen monster movie. Um, <laughs> uh, Woody uh, Allen needs to do a big blood, big blockbuster CGI movie. I would, I would see that. I'd pay out the nose to see that. If Woody Allen was just like, ah, fuck it, I'm making an action movie, like, I'd, I'd see it. You're all about, so mistakes all about I wish. Like I said, I can be all about people's emotional idiosyncrasies. Yeah, it'd be like Cloverfield, but good. Was Bradley Cooper in Cloverfield? Nope. T.J. Miller was. I was gonna, who, who's the male lead in Cloverfield? Uh, T.J. Miller's the guy with the camera, and then, uh, it's not Sean Flannery, but it's someone who looks like him. It's not important. I just couldn't remember. Um, it, 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 it's uh, it's uh, I, I think it's a bunch of there's not anyone famous in Cloverfield, is there? Not that I know of. Outside of marginally T.J. Miller. Wolverine claws T.J. Miller. The Wolverine. Oh my God! I mean, what was that on? Was that on Jesselneck? It, it was the Jesselneck offensive when he oh, for Jesus. some reason had the Wolverine claws. claws. <laughs> you just was that with Doug Benson? No. 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 I don't remember who the other guest was. 
By the way, uh, Jeff Garland was on a recent episode of um, DLM, and I really want to go back and listen to all of the, air quote, the best guest episode, the worst guest episodes. Okay. Just saying. Anytime he has anybody who works in radio on, it's a terrible episode. Well, just all the ones where he has T.J. Miller, Pete Holmes, and Jeff Garland on. That's because they're all or Burke or Burke Kreischer. Except they're all just shrieking at each other. Especially, like a I bunch mean, of old ladies. Especially Burke Kreischer. I mean, that guy's a laugh. Don't make fun of his laugh. Dude, they had a they had a category for his laugh. Oh. The Burke Kreischer category: movies where a grown man screams like a woman. <gasps> I'm sorry, screams like a little girl. What were the movie? Oh, I think I think it was like a scary movie or something. It was one of those like nut shot. Like, oh, yeah. It oh was, my yeah, it was one of the one of the uh, Merchant Ivory uh, Merchant Ivory Wayne's movies. <laughs> or whatever the shit his name is. Okay then, so Merchant Ivory Wayne's worst mashup. Ever. Or best. And uh, I made them better. Or, or you less. made them worse. Or better. better. I was going to say, our last little topic of conversation, social contract asshole. Tentatively entitled internet trolling, but it's basically about a large spectrum of things. Why would you say something to somebody that you wouldn't say to their face, you fucking asshole? And don't lie to me and say that you'd say it to my face, because you fucking wouldn't. Unless you're me, because I do. That's different, though, Doug. We're friends. I life troll. Like I said, and there's lots of things that you will say to somebody's face, but it's just one of those things where in a lot of situations, whether <laughs> like it be... Like everything. Like I said, like, I mean, whether it be on the internet or even just leaving somebody a fucking note, why on earth would you say something to them in that that you wouldn't say to their fucking face? There sounds like there's a story inherent here that not we're not particularly, gonna... actually. There's not, like, note leaving that was a trolley note? Not for a while, and I don't really want to call anybody out on that because it has to do with my livelihood. But I was going to say, not particularly, no, this is a general statement because of just things that I've been seeing lately, whether it be, like I said, online or just kind of around. You wouldn't say that to somebody, to their face, because you might have to take a fucking punch. You know what? Man up and say it and take the punch or shut the fuck up. Oh, I got punched earlier this episode. Yeah, for being a D. That's right. A re-D? It's going to... Down! Punched again. Hopefully in the same spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, but like I said, why would you say something to somebody that you wouldn't say to their face? Yeah, I don't understand the... the um, it's like the whole anonymous comments thing. It's online. what's called the internet... Uh, the uh, oh, What is the it? The Great Wall of Douchebag? No, it's the Greater Internet Theory from... Um, the Greater Internet Theory from um, uh, Penny Arcade. Yeah. Uh, is uh, amenity uh, plus person equals like dickwad or something? Pretty much. I mean, it's like when people lost their minds when they couldn't leave anonymous comments on YouTube anymore because mm-hmm. of Google Plus. Dude, you should have to own up for the shit that you're saying. Which I personally do. I say horrible things pretty much all the time. I rarely comment on anything ever. Um, well, I just mean in life. But, um, I comment on life all the time. I, yeah, I life troll people. But um, That's why, I was going to say, that's why you lost some weight. Yep. Yep. And you don't even remember saying I it. I totally don't even remember saying it. But, um, you know, we'll, I'll talk about this a little bit more on... Uh, damn. On this week's damn. Uh, or, I'm sorry, next week's damn at this time of recording, as I say, on damn. Um, you'll hear about that I, um, I kind of trolled... A coworker. Um, 
and it didn't need to happen. Um, but I did it anyway. But I held, but I held by all my jokes. Like it was like, look, yes, these are horrible, but this is who I am. You owned your behavior. Absolutely, and that's and, something that a lot of people don't do when they're saying nasty things. Is they're not owning their behavior. They're like, I'm going to say this because this is what I feel. But you're not going to know that it's me. You'll have to see my face. Well, and we had a troll on the network. Um, this is true. We, see, this is why I don't keep up with any of our social media because I don't want to deal with crap like this. No, we got trolled um, about uh, one of the variants. Oh, and, that's right. You told me about that. Um, and it's one of those things where it's like, listen here, you cunt rag. That's right. I said cunt rag. Can you do this? No. Shut the fuck up. Well, and you know, part of it, is, and, and this is the therapy talking that you know, I see, I see things from other points of view, and what, and, and my point is that this guy was not seeing it from. My point of view, which he didn't have access to, I don't necessarily blame him for that. Um, I mean, it's a, I'm sorry, what was it, cunt rag? Cunt rag. Yeah, it was cunt rag. Uh, but, you know, the what had happened was I came off of the novel, I didn't have a, I literally had like 36 hours to put together a variant. Now, yes, I know, the, this. It, it's a voluntary job, um, and we could have probably skipped a week and so I could have justified were, it. were exerting your willpower. But, which hope is nothing without. Um, I really want to get you a Green Lantern ring now. Would you wear it if I got you one? Like a fake one or a real one? Where would I get a real Green Lantern ring? Well, we'd have... I assume I'd be chosen because of my ability to overcome great fear. A.K.A. Parallax. A.K.A. Ghost Creature from... Ghost Club Creature from... Fantastic Four 2. Then how would I get you the ring if that was happening? I don't know, man. If fucking... If Guy Gardner can get a ring, you can get me a ring. I'll see what I can do. Alright. Quit being assholes on the internet. Who's that knocking at the door? Why, it's our supervillain friend of the show. Okay, Simon. Do you mind answering a few questions for us? So, Simon, do you have a New Year's resolution? Really, that sounds difficult and kind of painful every day. So you're going to give it up for Lent or do it twice a day during Lent? Well, I guess we'll check back in with you in a year and see how that went. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!